Welcome to Around the NBA with Chris and Eric going Blazerland and Rip City 2's Chris Craig. And I am Eric Milligan in Anacortes, Washington, and I am once again looking at Bovada Sportsbook for their lines on upcoming games, but also their futures for finals MVP and finals matchup and NBA champion, and it's all very interesting. But first, Chris... This is episode number 35, and uh, whew, it's been a hot one in the Northwest. We've been uh, gone for two weeks. There, Washington. We've been gone for two weeks. Uh, we have a lot for you guys tonight. A lot of news, a lot of games, a lot of questions and comments. Yeah. Um, so here we go. Uh, the Blazers. Can't believe our last one. episode. Our last episode was about, uh, mentioned uh, Jokic being eliminated, you know, uh, in the game. Ago, got- doesn't it? That seems like a long time ago. <laughs> history, I know. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, so here's our news. Uh, the Blazers are finalizing a deal to sign Chauncey Billups. As oh, boy. Coach. How I'm do we feel about this? So much backlash. What do we, how do we feel about the this? Blazers announced this. Uh, I mean, I was a Becky Hammond guy. I wanted Becky Hammond. Uh, you did. I mean, I'm okay with Chauncey Billups. I'm not glad to hear about things that have, might, might have happened in his past. Yeah. I mean, there were no charges or convictions, but still even uh, have that mark. It's kind of a stain. And uh, mm-hmm. I mean, just the, the turmoil, turmoil it's created. It's kind of mm-hmm. an important nest for the Blazers. It's, caused, it's causing the, the franchise uh, some ill will and some injury. So, I, you know, hopefully, you know, this passes and, I mean, they're gonna they're gonna come out tomorrow on a press conference at noon, and they're gonna introduce him. Hopefully, they'll talk about all of this, and uh, people can. Yeah, how are it. they gonna handle it? I feel like both Olshay and Billups have to address the issue head on. I mean, they have to. It's the elephant in the room. I mean, it's gonna be the questions are gonna be asked, and they're gonna have to, they're gonna have to be ready to answer them, and have good answers. I mean, apparently. I mean, they sat down this Wednesday or Thursday with Chauncey Billups and they went over it with him. And apparently they were um, happy with, you know, his response, with what he had to say about it. Um, it. You know, it was good enough for them, but it has not been good enough for many fans. Especially no. women are very upset to hear that Chauncey Billups, you know, had a rape allegation back in 1997. Um, of course, I said no charges or, or conviction, but, you know, he paid. The, the victim off and they went their own ways. Um, apparently there's other people involved. I mean, what his part in it is, it's not clear. Um, so it's, it's really tough. I mean, there was the same issues when, uh, you know, Jason Kidd came up as a candidate, you know, um, he has domestic violence uh, issues in the past DUI history. Um, so people were upset about that. And then he took himself out of the running and now the Chauncey Phillips, He's going to be head coach, and the fact that you know we had Becky Hammond as a finalist, a woman as a finalist, and he got picked over her, kind of hurts some people. Um, do you think they'll change their mind and not hire Phillips? No, I, I don't think they're going to change their mind. I think they're they're set on it. Um, but also, you know, people are attacking Damian Lillard over this because 
you know, he, you know, the Blazers gave him a list and asked him what names he preferred. And he picked a couple of names. He picked Kid and, and Bill's names off his list. Um, and now they're saying, you know, it's his fault too. He had no idea about this allegation. I mean, he's younger than we are. He was a little kid when all this happened and he had no idea till, till yesterday. I had no idea until this all came up that it happened. Um, I didn't either. I didn't know anything about it. a lot of undue, undue uh, anger going his way. And now we're hearing rumors of Damian Lillard might want out of Portland because of all of this. And it's like, it's, it's like I said, it's a hornet's nest for the Blazers. We don't need this right now. You know, we're already in the midst of, of change. We fired Terry Stotts. You know, we're trying to figure out our way here. And this is... Oh, it's a lot of you chaos. You don't think they'll change their mind? You don't think they'll, you know, they'll They're not going to change their mind. Chauncey Bulbs will be named the coach tomorrow. Wow. You know, and uh, basketball Jones, wise, it makes sense. Basketball wise, it makes sense. Wise, it was it a point guard, finals MVP, or a championship MVP. team who played some of the best defense any team's ever yeah, played. Best defensive teams in, you know, in memory. Is an assistant coach on a team that's in the Western Conference finals. I mean, in terms of picking a newcomer, it's about as best newcomer you could pick in terms of uh, um, experience. Right. I mean, maybe Becky Hammond because of all the time she spent with uh, Popovich, but uh, Billups' role as a point guard on a championship-winning team in the NBA goes a long way, I think, towards commanding uh, Lillard's respect and the respect of the rest of the locker room, right. basketball-wise. No yeah, and he brings a defensive mind, which is something the Blazers need sorely. They're 29th in offense last season. Uh, I mean, in defense last season, excuse me. So they need help on defense. He can bring them that. Um, you know, he's he's a, a coach who is demanding of his players. He holds them accountable. That's something we haven't seen in Portland with Terry Stotts, unfortunately enough. Um, so we're going to see that. Um, you know, we're going to see a lot more movement on offense. It's going to be – I think he's going to be good for Portland as a coach coach it's just it's all the the baggage comes with it has been tough in this moment and we'll see how that plays out um man yeah it's been a crazy couple days eric over this so yeah we'll see what the blazers and chauncey bolts have to say about that tomorrow and uh we can go from there on that it's tough um and you know we have i think we have some questions about that later and the question in the comments so we can get back to that uh, and some more Blazers news. The Blazers parted ways with play-by-play broadcaster Jordan Kent. Kent had worked for the Blazers since uh, 2016. He was a uh, television studio. Excuse me. He was a television studio host next to Michael Holden. Kent replaced Kent, Kevin Calabro for the NBA restart in 2020 and returned, of course, for the entirety of the 2020-21 season. Uh, but uh, the Blazers let him go, and Kevin Calabro will be returning. For the 2021-22 season. Is Kent not and returning to the studio? He's not returning to the studio. He's gone. He is not part of the Blazers anymore. And he says he has no regrets and that he enjoyed his time with the Blazers and I'll take it with him and move on to the next era of his career. So good luck. Um, That's too bad, man. Um, what was I going to ask about that? Oh, do you know what's going on? Because now we're with Root Sports, where I assume you're going to get to. Right. Yes. Does that mean all the programming on Roots on NBA Sports Northwest is all done? Meaning like basically, Blazers Outsiders. Yes, yes basically. Blazers Outsiders done? 
they're done. It's all defunct now. That channel's not even existing anymore. The only reason really? that channel exists was Blazers. There's something else on that channel. No one watches that channel for anything besides the Blazers. They're moving to get the Route Northwest because there's, um, you know, there's soccer and there's football and there's other uh, sports from the Northwest on route. So you're going to get a lot more viewership on that channel. So they're uh, going to have all their own NBA shows, right? Right. They'll have all their own NBA shows. So, we'll so we stuff. should propose ourselves. We should, right? That'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> be on there. Dude, um, we have to write some emails to Root Sports. Right. Yeah, but tell them to check out our podcast. Are, yeah, it's gonna, it, it's gonna, it's gonna make it so there can be a lot more fan. It's gonna spread fanship into into Washington and Alaska. But local mm. fans are kind of upset because you know now most people have like uh, Hulu, YouTube or, TV, or streaming services, and Root TV is not on there. I mean, they're gonna I mean, right now. You'd have to go back to Comcast or AT and T. Um, there's very few. Um, well, they just have to add. You, fighters, they right have, they really. have so to get on. The, they have to get on YouTube TV. Well, they're working on. I've heard that they're working on getting on some streaming services. They're trying to negotiate. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. But right now, like, a lot of fans are like in a tough spot. because They're going to have to figure it out. They're going to watch the Blazers. Right. So that's tough. If I have to get AT&T, whatever, I'll do it. But I'd rather not. I'd rather it be on YouTube I, TV. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. I'd rather um, not go back to Comcast. I don't want to have to do that. But you will, right? <laughs> I have to long ago. I mean, if I have to, we'll see what happens. But, uh, you will because you're a, you're a diehard Blazers fan. I think they're going to make a deal with Hulu. I'm holding my hopes out. I've got a few more months. So hopefully we'll see what happens. Um, Dude, we Dallas, have to contact them and let them know about us. Right? Yeah, we have to do that, Eric. Yes. I don't know what's going to happen to Dan Morang. <laughs> I think he's done, man. Yeah. Oh, my uh, Dallas, Dallas Mavericks coach Rick Carlisle resigned and then joined his prior team, the Indiana Pacers, as their new head coach after they fired Nate Bjorkman. Excuse me, hard name to pronounce. Fighting uh, Terry Stotts, who was supposed to get that, that post. Yeah, that's uh, what I thought. Harry Stott's mentor stepping in, the, <laughs> stepping in the way of his job. Oh, man. It's oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh. They hired new, uh, the Mavericks hired a new head coach, Jason Kidd. Not a lot of backlash down in Dallas, though, Eric. Nope. Interesting enough. Over the past of Jason Kidd. So that's interesting. They also hired a new general manager and Nike executive, Nico Harrison. After general manager Donnie Nelson stepped down after 24 years with the team, yeah, it's like he'd been there forever. I guess 24 years is pretty much forever in the NBA, but uh, yeah, he finally stepped down and they have a new general manager as well. Uh, the Boston Celtics hired Emi Adoka as their new head coach. He was officially announced as the coach today in a press conference. Congrats, Portland Ties, who's an assistant coach here. College here. Uh, the Washington Wizards parted ways with their head coach, Scott Brooks. Their coaching search includes Jamal Mosley, Darvin Ham, Wes Unseld, Scott Morrison, and Sam Cassell. Uh, the Pelicans have parted ways with their head coach, Dan Van Gundy. He only was there for one year, right? Yep, one year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Jackie Vaughn and Charles Lee are the front runners for that position. And the Magic head coach, Steve Clifford part of ways he, he decided to walk away from the magic. Uh, Penny Hardaway 
physical candidates for that job. So Becky Hammond, Terry Stotts, and Kenny Atkinson are also candidates. Uh, the Celtics traded Kemba Walker, the 2021 16th pick, and a 2025 second round pick to the Oklahoma City Thunder for Al Horford, Moses Malone, and the 2023 second round pick. What do you think of that trade, Eric? Um, Kemba Walker to the Thunder, you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that that gets Al Horford back with the team he belongs with, back with the team he played the best role for, and the Celtics looked their best with Al Horford. And uh, the Thunder get another pick, right? They get another pick, and they're, so, they're looking to trade Kimball Walker to get more picks because they don't have enough picks. Right? Of course they are. Their point is not enough. Their, their lead guard of the future is Shea Gilgis-Alexander. So right. do we want Kimball Walker? We have Damian Lillard. No. Yeah, probably doesn't, not. Doesn't work. Doesn't work for us. No. Uh, the Detroit Pistons will have the first pick in the 2021 NBA draft. They won the draft lottery last Wednesday. Houston got the second pick. Cleveland the third pick. Toronto who was supposed to be a playoff team. Got the fourth pick. Yeah. Them and uh, playing down in, in Tampa, right? Tampa Bay. Uh, Orlando with the fifth pick. Thunder with the sixth. Golden State. The seven pick from Minnesota, Orlando uh, from Chicago with the eighth pick, and Sacramento with nine, and Colton with the tenth pick. The so let's go to Bovada. Let's go to Bovada here, um, sure, because Bovada has the futures on the first right. pick and second pick. Um, it's got to be Kate Cunningham and Evan Mobley. I got it. It's got to be those. Well, guys. I'll tell you here. Um, Just a second futures. Okay. Futures. Uh, Kate Cunningham at minus 10,000. So what does that mean? Does that mean you need to, I think that means you have to bet 10,000 to win a hundred. I think so. Yeah. Like, so you bet. Yeah. That's not a good bet. It's not a good bet. Well, cause they know he's <laughs> going to be first. <laughs> then the next one is, um, uh let's see plus 1500 plus a thousand plus it ranks sugs as next but it says at plus 2000 mobley at plus 1500 green at plus a thousand and kuminga at plus three thousand so i think they're picking green to be the second pick mobley to be i think he'll be third i think sugs to be fourth and kuminga at five and then the second overall pick um is uh Mobley followed by Kate Cunningham followed by okay yeah so I see so so Mobley is Mobley is the favorite for the second pick but only the third favorite for the first pick does that make sense that makes sense yeah so so um green is ahead of Mobley for chance of being number one pick but in terms of the number seven pick for the second pick, yeah, yeah, the odds of the number second pick it's minus one thirty for Mobley. So okay. you bet one hundred and thirty dollars, you win a hundred. Cade Cunningham nine hundred, also not Giddy, a good bet. Giddy five thousand, <laughs> and Wagner ten thousand. Oh, and there are more you can show. Green plus 120, Suggs plus 150, 
Kamingo plus 750. So, oh, then they got the third pick. They got a uh, uh, green at the third pick. Then Suggs, then Mobley, then um, Kuminga. Oh, Barnes, actually. S. Barnes, do you know who that is? He's up plus 800 for the third pick. I'm not certain. And then for the fourth pick, we got um, Suggs, then Mobley, then Green, then Kuminga, then Barnes. Oh, uh, the Blazers would have had the the Blazers would have had the twenty third pick, and they kept their pick. Um, they traded to the Rockets. Um, they also would have had the forty eighth and the fifty first picks in the second round, but they had traded those in uh, past seasons. Last season, they traded uh, the forty eighth, I believe, to get Canner as far as the ability to get Canner. And uh, the draft is on Thursday, so who knows what might happen? The Blazers could make a trade in the draft. They can buy into the draft in the second round. Who knows what they'll do? Who knows? We'll see what happens. Uh, stay tuned to that. Uh, the All-NBA defensive teams were announced. First team, Giannis, Gobert, Draymond Green, Drew Holiday, and Ben Simmons. Mm, nice team there. How second do you think that team, team would play, period? Like offensively and everything. Do you think that team could win games? Probably not. Um, that'd be tough. <laughs> I mean, they'd be really good to fit. I mean, the other team wouldn't score a lot. <laughs> really either. <laughs> right. Uh, second team, you got Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, Joel Embiid, Kawhi Leonard, and Matisse Bible. That team would do well. Yes. Uh, Robert Covington of the Blazers received one second team vote. All right. <laughs> so he got a vote. Any other uh, blazer? All, no. No. Uh, the all-NBA teams have been announced. The mm. first team is Giannis, mm-hmm. Stephen Curry, Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic, and Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. The second team is Joel Embiid, LeBron James. Made a second mm. team. Mm-hmm. Damian Lillard of the Blazers. Chris Paul, but not his teammate, Kevin Booker. And Julius Devin Randall. Booker. I mean, Devin Booker. Excuse me. <laughs> Devin, Devin Booker didn't make an All-NBA team. It's interesting. Um, yeah. Bradley, third team is He's, Bradley Bill, Jimmy Butler, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, and Kyrie Irving. I think if the Suns win it, I think Devin Booker is going to win finals MVP. He should. Yeah. You, think, you don't think it would be Paul? Uh, well, I mean, it depends on how the finals play. But, the I mean, Booker's not getting enough uh, – credit for what he does for that team because chris paul has like what yeah it seems like chris paul is getting most of the credit for their and i I don't get that booker's the one filling it up i know uh james harden did not make a all nba team and neither did jason tatum and it cost him 30 a 33 million dollar bonus wow if he hadn't gotten hurt he probably would have made first team you think so if he hadn't gotten hurt? Yep. He was playing really well before he got hurt. He was, yeah. In terms of like just carrying the nets with all their injuries they had. Yep. The all NBA rookie <coughs> teams have been announced. First team, Lamelo Ball, Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, 
Sadiq Bey and Jay Shantae. Second mm -hmm. team was Emmanuel Quickly, Desmond Bain, Isaiah Stewart, who was taken with the Blazers. Was taken right? by us. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Isaac Foro and Patrick Williams. No James Wiseman. No. Nope. And now they're looking to trade him. Yes, they are. And we'll get to that. Or no Composo. <laughs> oh my god i forgot about him oh yeah he's a pest man oh my goodness uh one player has tested positive for COVID 19 since june 9th and then uh zero actually since the 16th of june so those positives are staying low that's good uh lamello ball one rookie of the year beating out anthony edwards uh the nba celebrated juneteenth the new national holiday President Biden signed an order making it a national holiday. It's been around for quite a long time, but finally getting the recognition it deserves. Commemorates the freeing of slaves. Juneteenth was when the last slaves in Texas got the news of the Emancipation Proclamation and were freed. Teams around the NBA held celebrations, drives, and other events to educate fans on Juneteenth. Uh, Damon Lillard is set to play in his first Olympics, and he will wear the number six. No letter zero in the Olympics, Eric. What number is he wearing? Number six. That's LeBron's number. LeBron's number. <laughs> What's going on, man? What does that mean? Is that like a Space Jam throwback or I don't know. I don't know. Because that's the that's LeBron's is going back to number six this year, yeah, right? Yeah, he officially changed number six, yes. I guess LeBron's not going to be in the Olympics. No, he's not. The roster is Kevin Durant. Okay. Devin Booker, Jason Tatum, Bradley Bill. Wait, wait, wait. Who's after Booker? Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum got it. Okay. Bradley Bill, Zach uh -huh. Levine, uh -huh. Kevin Love, who beat out Julius Randle. Oh, boy. Raymond Green, Bam Adebayo, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, and Jeremy Grant. Mm. So, Lillard's the best player on that team. Right. And, and, <laughs> If you go on NBA.com or go on the internet, it's like Durant is the name that pops up. And, it, you know, Durant's Olympic team, like Durant leads the Olympic team. Like, no, it's Lillard. <laughs> what about Carmelo, man? They should have him back again. They should have him back. Why not? Um, James Harden backed out of the Olympics due to his injured hamstring. It made him miss games late in the season and during the playoffs. He will instead work on rehabilitating that hamstring and he will rest. Ben Simmons has backed out of playing the Olympics for Australia and will instead work on his shot. Hopefully, nice. hopefully it's for nice. his Yes. And his three-point uh, shot. And his three-point <laughs> shot. <laughs> yeah. On everything. He's going to work on everything, Eric. Uh, By the way, as bad as, as bad as shooter he is that he won't even um, shoot at all in games and everything, I still always think about uh, Tori uh, Bones Jones from uh, what's the name of their uh, what's the name of Bones Jones's uh, uh, podcast? Uprise. Uprise. Places Uprise. Places Uprise. Yeah, and he'll always be when like Alan Crab would miss threes. He'd be like, "I could make those threes. I'm like, "No, you could not <laughs> make those threes. <laughs> and I was thinking about that today when I was thinking about Ben Simmons because I was like, "I bet Ben Simmons could." win a three-point contest against him 
Like NBA players are great, 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 great players. We need, now we need to get Ben Simmons to have a three-point contest versus Bones Jones. Yes, Jones. I bet Ben Simmons wins it easily. Going, <laughs> we got it. We got to have it now. Because <laughs> there's a difference between making a three in an NBA game and making a three just at some pickup court. Right. Uh, he would be you and me too. He would beat us yeah. in a three-point contest, probably. Right. I'm sure he probably would. Yeah. It's just he doesn't feel comfortable. He just doesn't feel comfortable taking it in an NBA game. Especially for shooting NBA threes, because you go out to the basketball court, you know, around town, and it's not really a true NBA three. So, right. You know, the threes that you and I and Bones are used to shooting are really, you know, high school threes. It's not really NBA threes. So, yep. Dirk Nowitzki has joined the Mavericks as a special advisor. I saw that. He's already advising new head coach Jason Kidd to fill up his assistant coaching spots with uh, members of the 2011 championship team. Good advice. Jason Terry. Jason Terry. And uh, JJ Brea. Yeah. And and, uh, somebody else, too. Yes. Somebody Uh, else? Tyson? (laughs) I don't know. Not Tyson, no. I'm trying to remember who this one is. Oh. I don't know. Sean Stevenson, Peja Stoyakovic, um, Brian Cardinal. Was that his name? Who was on the no, team? Brian Cardinal. No. Was that was he on that team? He <laughs> was. He like shot threes and stuff. Yeah, he did. Making yeah. that up. I remember him, man. Brian Cardinal. I'm looking up Brian Cardinal. That was his name, right? Am I making up a player? I no, that was his name. It was a center, oh. right? Big guy, bald, balding center. Yeah, he shot the three. Here, I'm looking him up. Yeah, he he's NBA champion. NBA champion, Brian Cardinal. He hit threes in that final game. I remember. I was like, oh, wow, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> See if it's even the amount of points he scored is even in the uh, – uh, here you go. On May 8, 2011, Cardinal hit the 20th three-pointer in game four of the Dallas Mavericks and Los Angeles Lakers series. So in the second round, his three-pointer tied the record for most three-pointers by a team in one playoff game with 20, which hadn't been done since the Sonics did it against the Rockets on May 6, 1996. Of course, that's I think teams have hit more than 20 three-pointers since then, right, in a game? In a playoff game, I think that's probably happened this year. Yeah. I mean, uh, Lillard hit twelve by himself. Yeah, I'm not sure who the other player was. Anyway, anyway, back to show business. Back to show biz. Uh, Paul Gasol will play in the Olympics for Spain. Really? He can play. He can still play. Apparently. What about his brother? He can play for Spain in the Olympics. What about Um, his brother? I don't know. I haven't heard about him joining Spain or not. This pal. I guess pal always is the one who gets to have all the fun. I don't know. Who else Uh, plays on that Spain team? Any other NBA players? I have no idea. I mean, not. I don't know about the current one. I know Rudy played for them back in the day. I don't know if he's still playing for them. What about um, Compazzo? Oh, yeah, he should be on there. Oh, he, I'm looking no, him he, up now. He's Argentina. Argentina, right. He played 
uh, for the Spanish, he played for Real Madrid, but while representing Argentina, Composo won the silver medal at the 2019 FIBA World Cup. He's a two-time EuroLeague champion, three-time Spanish and league champion. Matters of fact, Team USA, that's the first game we're going to play is against Argentina on July 10th at 5 p.m. So they'll be playing Composo first. So Wait, July what? J- July, July what? 10th. July 10th. July t- so before the finals are even over, we're going to have games to see? So it'll be Lillard versus Composo once again. In less than two weeks. In less than two weeks. Where? <laughs> Where are they playing? Are these like warm-up games or in qualifying Tokyo. games? Or no, it's in Tokyo. In Tokyo, yeah, yeah. But the Olympics themselves don't start to like what the twenty-sixth or something like that. Well, I swear I saw. I mean, I believe I, you, but it's got to be some sort I, of I exhibition saw, thing. Yeah, I just saw the schedule today. I, I believe it said. Maybe I'm off. No, you're right, and you're wrong. <laughs> the Olympics start on July 23rd, but there've got to be warm-up games. You know what I mean? Right. T- Team USA basketball. Let me see. Announce their roster. Announces. I'm sure. I'm sure you're right. It's just the Olympics don't start yet, but they have to have like, they don't have to qualify, do they? They've already qualified, right? Or not? Um, July 12th to August 2nd. Men's basketball primary play at the Olympics. We'll see 12 teams divided into three groups of four teams each. Exhibition series. Oh no, we play Nigeria on July 10th, excuse me. We don't play Argentina until July 3rd. 24 teams will be in the Olympic qualifying events, which will be held June 29th to July 4th in Victoria, Canada. Split Croatia. Uh, I'm looking for opening training camp on July 6th. Oh, here we go. On July 6th. Five game exhibition series against Nigeria, followed by Australia on June 12th. So on July in, in exactly two weeks. Dame will be going up against Compazzo. Right. Then they play Australia again, and then Spain. All the exhibition games will be played at Michelob Ultra Arena at Mandalay Bay. So that's in Vegas, right? That's in Vegas. Yeah. So and then and then on the twenty fifth, then they will play. Then they head to. Then they head to Tokyo. Yeah. There we go. All right. We've got that. Yeah, we figured that all out. So. So, damn, this is happening quick. Happening quick, Eric. I might actually watch these games with Damon. I'm going to watch them, yeah. I usually don't. I can't get into it because if we win, yeah, of course we did. And if we lose, it's like, oh, how embarrassing. So, but, only uh, two other Blazers played for the Olympics while they were on the Blazers. Who were they? Drexler. That's one of them. Uh, played for it while... While on the Blazers and played for Team USA? Yes. Or are you talking about just the Olympics? No, Team USA. While member of the Blazers. Um, let's see, Drexler. And then, I don't know, going further back, is it pre-Drexler, I guess? Nope. It's post-Drexler? Post-Drexler. It's 
post stream team. Oh, Sean Kemp. <laughs> no, no, he was there with us 2000, 2001. Um, while on the Blazers. I don't know. Um, Steve, Steve Smith. Smith. Steve Smith. Yeah. There you go. A little trivia for you. Uh, Phoenix Suns general manager James Jones has been named the NBA executive of the year. And for good, good for him. Yeah, good for him. Best. I mean, they might be making the finals here. That's crazy. They're one win away. One away. They got it. And I think they'll do it, Eric. I think they will make the finals. Dude, I have become a Clippers fan. Are you serious? I hate to admit it. They've become, su- they've become such a plucky underdog. All the players that used to annoy me suddenly get me excited because Kawhi's out for some reason. Like all of a sudden it's like watching Reggie Jackson, like just drain shots with those little sunglasses he's wearing and watching like uh, Beverly drain threes. And I don't know. There's something like in Terrence Mann going nuts. And there's something really fun about like this team that looked like they were done in the first round. And now they're like a team that doesn't die. Yeah, they come and, back twice uh, from 2 if they do and now they're trying to come back against back from three one three times, three times. Yeah. That's insane if they do that. Yeah. I mean, so, and, I mean, just doing it twice has never happened, and they did that. Now they could do it three. That's insane. Yeah. Will they go down 0-2 in the finals and come back too? Yeah, probably. Crazy. It's um, <laughs> I I was rooting for them tonight. I mean, I would have been happy for Phoenix if they made the finals, but gosh, it's gotta hurt Steve Nash. I was thinking. Who's like probably like, damn, they're gonna make the finals. I tried so hard in Phoenix to get Phoenix Suns to the finals. Right. And they're gonna get to the finals. And I'm a coach and I had Kevin Durant, and I'm not going to the finals even as a coach. Even as a coach. Kevin Durant and James Harden. It's gotta be rough being Steve Nash. It's gotta be rough. It's gotta be rough. Oh man. First season blues as a coach. Uh Netflix will soon be showing an office-esque show based on the Lakers. We'll oh, I'm looking forward to that. Fictional NBA team in LA. I didn't know it was going to be like The Office. It's going to be like something like The Office. It's gonna yeah, be I saw them. The in that. Have you seen the cast list? I have not seen the cast list. Oh my gosh, it's incredible. Here, I'm going to look it up for you. I mean, it's amazing. These guys, they found a play, you know, the players like Kareem and Magic and stuff. And those are generally mostly unknown actors who look the part and can play the part. Um, but what's the name of the show again? Do you know what the name of it? It's I don't called know Showtime or Showtime. here. I'm going to find it. I'm going to... Um, uh, um untitled okay here we go untitled lakers project untitled lakers project just there's so many big name actors in it i wanted to read them to you um let's see looking on down oh my gosh there's someone playing paul abdul there's someone playing richard Pryor. oh wow oh a guy i worked with denny burstein is playing somebody's agent but here let me find like the big names there's some big names oh edwin hodge i played basketball with him um, Why aren't you in this show, Eric? I don't know. There's a lot of people <laughs> in this show. Adrian Brody, do you know who that is? Oh, Adrian, Adrian Brody's in that? Wow. 
Yeah, you know who won the Oscar for the piano? What, is he playing the general manager or something? He's playing Pat Riley. Oh, is he really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, you know Sally Field, right? Yeah. She's oh, playing, playing Jesse. She's Bus? playing Je Jesse Bu Bus. Oh, Jesse she's playing Bus. Jerry Bush's wife, I'm guessing, oh. right? Is that who Jesse Bush I, is? I believe so. Um, the guy who played the the guy who was in love with the lead character in that movie last year called Promising Young Woman. Did you see that movie? I have not seen it. He played. He's playing Larry Bird. Um, going down the list here. Um, had such a big cast. John C. Riley, you know who he is, right? Yeah. He's playing Jerry Buss. Oh, wow. Um, Jason Siegel, you know who that is, right? Yeah. He's playing Paul Westhead. Really? Um, it's like a big, like, cast. Um, awesome, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, why am I not in this? I know so many people in this. Oh, this one guy who's a famous playwright, Stephen Adley Gurgis, he's in it. Um, it's a long cast list. Like they don't just list the, oh, Tracy Letts, a famous playwright who wrote the uh, Pulitzer Prize winning uh, August Osage County. He's in it. Um, yeah, why wasn't I shown a script? Why wasn't I told, yeah, you, you know? Agent, man. Who should I have played in the story of the Lakers? Danny I'm Ainge? Sure. Danny Ainge, yeah. There you go. Danny Ainge. <laughs> a little too yeah, short with Danny, Danny Ainge. Ainge but... <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of people involved in this. I can't wait. I cannot wait to see it. But yeah, this some of these guys I know I've played basketball with. That's awesome. I haven't, I haven't seen that guy in forever. Um, Hodge. His brothers and everything, Aldous Hodge. Does that name mean anything to you? Yeah, he was Aldous in Leverage, Hodge. right? Leverage? What? Was he in Leverage? Yes. yes, yes. And he's in like everything. Yeah, I've seen, yeah. He's had a very good career. He and I came off the bench for uh, the uh, Houston Rockets in the NBA Entertainment League. That's awesome, yeah. And then his brother plays too. His brother, is it Edwin Hodge? I'm trying to find him. Um, Terrence, Edwin Hodge. There you go, Edwin. I feel like I played with two. I'm looking up his. Uh, I don't know if I played with Edwin or not, but he's having quite a career. Dude, I should start. Actually, I have big news. Oh no, I can't share it yet. So I was. I have big news, but I'm told not to share it yet. So I gotta wait. Okay. Right. When I when when I do when I can say it, I'll let you know. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, the Utah Jazz will host its own summer league at Vivint Arena August 3rd, 4th, and 5th. It will be a round-robin tournament featuring the Jazz, the Spurs, and the Grizz. Blazers not invited. Interesting. Vanessa Bryant. What exactly is this? So it's their own kind of version of summer league. They used but to they're only inviting like but they're only having like three teams. Only having three teams. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Go to it. Yeah. Uh, Vanessa Bryant has agreed to settle the wrongful death suit of her husband, Kobe Bryant. At a court, she reached a settlement with a family 
of the helicopter pilot and the company that owned the helicopter. The settlement closed the suit in terms of the deal were secrets. So she made money off Kobe's death? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. And got some closure. Got some closure. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, Heat coach Eric Spolestra will join Spurs coach Greg Popovich to train Team USA for the Olympics. Is Popovich the head coach? Popovich is the head coach for the Olympics. Wow. And he'll be joined by Steve Kerr in Tokyo. Um. But Spolester will help only in tra- with the training. He won't, I don't believe, travel to Tokyo with the team. Got it. Uh, jazz guard Donovan Mitchell is fighting back against a resolution by the Utah legislator to ban the teaching of critical race theory in schools. Um, and that the theory states pretty much that race doesn't really exist. It was created as a means to divide people of color from white people. And that's fundamentally racist Hmm. Uh, warriors are rumored to be packaging james wiseman and a number seven pick to move up in the draft do we want wiseman do we want that well they, they, we can't move but they yeah, can't we move don't up have a, the we draft don't have a higher, we don't have a top pick right is is <laughs> wiseman a bus i mean he must i mean they're willing to trade him already Maybe they're like, you know, this we're, this is Greg Oden, another Greg Oden. We got to get rid of him before. And they want to trade up in the draft, or do they just want to trade the the pick and the player for some like CJ? I think they, no, I think they want to trade up in the draft. Okay. No, I'm sure they would do that for CJ. <laughs> but the Blazers would hang up the phone. Uh, you Scotty think Pitt? you would hang up the phone if they offered us the seven pick and James Wiseman for CJ? I don't know. I'd take that. I'd have to think about that. Really? I mean, because we already have Nurkic. I mean, Wiseman would be here off the bench. Seven pick would be good. I don't know. Well, then you could flip that. We could flip that for other pieces. We could. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll see if Neil is going to get on the phone with them if they're interested. Let's see. Uh, like I was saying, we don't know. The Blazers may make a trade. They may make a deal in the draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scotty Pippen has spoken out about uh, famously benching himself during the 1994 oh. playoff game. He needs to let after, that go. After a decision by Coach Phil Jackson to give the final shot to Tony Coach, Pippen feels he should have gotten that shot. And that Jackson's reasoning was racially motivated. He actually called Jackson a racist. Uh, wow. Pippen said Jackson took advantage of black players and used Kobe Bryant as an example. He pointed to the book that Jackson wrote after leaving the Lakers, which was very critical of Kobe Bryant, and then returning to coach Kobe a year later. Mm, that's true. He, he was very critical. He said that he was uncoachable, and then he coached him anyway. He coached him again. <laughs> and then he left again. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, yeah, I watched that season. I watched that season very closely and Kukoc was hitting a ton of game winning shots for them throughout the year and big shots. And when they called that timeout, I literally watching the game said, they should have Kukoc take the shot. And then Kukoc did take the shot and then he made it by the way he made it. So 
I don't know. Pippen's got to let that go. Yeah, he was saying. But I don't know Jackson enough well enough to know if there's a racist bone in his body, so to speak. Yeah, I have no idea. But but um, Kukoc made the shot. Value elevate Kukoc. So you know, like you said, he made the shot, and yeah, that's after all these years, man. It's a long time ago. (laughs) Mm Hmm. Mm Hmm. Hold a grudge. Uh, the Nets are interested in pursuing Al Horford if he is bought out by the Boston Celtics. They need another uh, good player, don't they? The Nets. Yes. They don't have enough good players there. Right. Not enough. Not enough. They need another guy that can that gets injured a lot. That's right. <laughs> My God. In theory, it would have been interesting to see how a team with Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Blake Griffin, and LaMarcus Aldridge could have done. Right, yeah. But but that's not the team that finished the, the playoffs. Right. Wonder, you have to wonder, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thaddeus Young wins the 2021 NBA Hustle Award. The award goes to the player who helps his team win the most games by having the most energy and effort plays, meaning deflections, Box outs, grabbing loose balls, um, and uh, the most uh, stops from the two-point line and the three-point line against opponents. And there were no Blazers on the Dwarner list, though I thought no. Covington should have been on there. He, he was amazing at that this last season. These kind right. of things. Um, the NBA, this is our last piece of news. Uh, the NBA made a record one. $1.4 billion in sponsorship revenues for the 2020-21 season. That is a 70% increase in sponsorship revenue from four seasons ago. Mm. So they're not doing too shabby despite the uh, COVID pandemic. They're doing all right. Interesting right. they don't say what the increase is from last season though. Right. Yeah. That's but, it for our news on the games and highlights. Like we said, it's been a couple of weeks since we've been here. So uh, we're going back. Second round, uh, Philly and Atlanta. Uh, last we left off, uh, Atlanta and Philly are playing game four. Atlanta won 103, hmm. 100. Then Atlanta yep. won again, 109, 106 in game five. Uh, they came back. Uh, 24 now, 26. 26 points in the third yes. quarter. 70 to 44. It was 70 yeah. to 44. I watched that game. Yeah. And it was the third biggest comeback in NBA playoff history. They outscored mm-hmm. Philly 40 to 19 in the fourth quarter. And they yep. took their first lead with just a few minutes left in the game. So they didn't yep. even lose a good game. The game. And they came back and they won. And then Philly uh, held them off 104 99 in game six to bring it to game seven. Nothing easy. Uh, Nothing easy. That's right. Nothing <laughs> easy. Go to game seven, baby. Uh, Atlanta one hundred and three. Philly ninety six. Atlanta eliminates the Philadelphia seventy sixers. Ben Simmons had a terrible game. He was benched late as the Hawks attempted to hold under the lead. The Sixers got close, but a foul on Herder in the act of shooting a three helped Atlanta create the space they needed to eliminate the Sixers from the playoffs. After the game, Coach Doc Rivers and teammate Joel Embiid eviscerated Ben Simmons in their post-game conferences. Uh, trade rumors for Simmons immediately took off on social media and are still happening, though. 
think we should be hearing from Grapevine that uh, Philadelphia does want to keep Ben Simmons and, and hopes he gets better, works on a shot and gets better offensively. Um, then on to the Utah uh, LAC series, uh, left off game four. Clippers beat Utah 118-104 on Monday and 119-111 on Wednesday. No Kawhi Leonard. And then again, no Kawhi Leonard in game six. Clippers won 131-119 to eliminate the Utah Jazz 4-2. Clippers were down 25 in the third quarter, but Terrence Mann scored 25 in his career, 39 points in the second half, and the Clippers became the first team in NBA history to come back from 0-2 in back-to-back series in the NBA playoffs. It was also the biggest comeback for a team facing elimination in 25 years. The Clippers outscored the Jazz 81 to 47 in the second half with a 41 point third quarter and a 40 point fourth quarter. Amazing. That was incredible. Terrence Mann. Amazing basketball. Terrence Mann just went off. Yes, he did. I actually listened to most of that game on the radio. My husband and I were taking a road trip from up here in Washington all the way down to Crater Lake. And um, on our way down there, we were listening to that game. We listened to some of the, uh, we listened to that game and then watched the rest on TV. We listened to the game where, uh, oh, we'll get to it, where, um, uh, what's his name? John Dre Ayton had the game-winning dunk. Yes, the series-winning, yes. or was that a series-winning dunk or the game-winning? No, game-winning. Game-winning. Game-winning dunk. Um, oh, conference. was that in the conference finals? Game, that was, game two yeah, of the conference finals. Game two yes. of the conference finals, right, right, right. So, um, yeah, we listened to that on the radio and one of the other games. So it was kind of fun listening to the – in the Clippers game, I remember the Clipper – we were listening to the Clippers uh, play-by-play, and he was saying when when they're down 25, he was like, you just try to get it down to like eight or ten by the end of the quarter, and then all of a sudden they've almost made up the entire league. He's like, forget what I said. And, uh, no, that was an exciting game to listen to. Clippers won me over. I'm a Clipper yeah. fan now. They haven't won me. I'm, a, I'm, I'm going for the Suns. We'll see what happens. Uh, under yeah. the Brooklyn-Milwaukee series, uh, game five, where we left off Tuesday, no Kyrie Irving. The, the Nets uh, won 114-108. Uh, and then Milwaukee won 104-89 in game six on Thursday to tie a 3-3 and send it to game seven. Nothing easy. Uh, no Kyrie Irving. Can again. you hear it? I'm playing it. I don't hear it. You don't hear it? No, I don't hear it. Oh, I'm playing it. Game seven. Well, probably because you're wearing headphones. <laughs> oh, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing easy. Uh, yeah, Milwaukee then beat Brooklyn 115-111 in game seven to win the series 4-3 tiers for Brooklyn. Every ring missed his third game in a row. Is we're not good enough. Ouch. Sorry, Steve Nash. On the conference finals, the Phoenix Suns versus the Los Angeles Clippers. Phoenix dominate, well, mostly in game one, win against the Clippers 120-114. Take a 1-0 series lead, no Kawhi Leonard, no Chris Paul. Both teams missing key players. Uh, then game two, Phoenix wins 104-103. No Kawhi Leonard, Chris Paul again, didn't matter. The Andre Ayton Booker, excuse me, was injured in the third quarter after Patrick Beverly headbutted him. Booker had to leave the game with a bloody nose. Uh, there's blood all over Beverly's jersey. He had to go change. Both came back in the game. 
Um, Aiton won the game on the last second. Amazing alley-oop on an inbounds play. It's like he, it was amazing. Um, and they were and calling DeMar for that. They were calling for goaltending, but it wasn't yeah, a shot. I know. So it was kind of this weird thing. Because what happens if you just shoot the ball from out of bounds and it goes in and no one touches it? What's the call there? It's not a made shot. No. Is it a turnover? I think it's a turnover. Like what if what if Aiton had not caught the ball and it just went in anyway? I think it's a turnover. Is this right. a turnover, right? I believe so, yes. But because he but, grabs it over the rim yeah, and just right. dunks because it in, it's a made shot. Dunk it in it does not count as a goal ten if you're grabbing it from the inbounds pass. And there you go. Coach knew that, and he, and he ramps up. Hey, hey it was a good this. play and a good pass. And great play. Yes, and the one in the game. Yeah, immediately uh, Z Box was like doing the the signal for the finger. And, yeah, yeah. The finger. Ref said nope, and then uh, the Suns were celebrating, and Demarcus Cousins shoved Devin Booker after shot, and he was assessed a technical foul later after the game, following the game, when the game was reviewed. Um, the, the Clippers did have a chance on the other end of the court; they missed a shot, and uh, Phoenix won Game Two, went up 2-0. And then in Game Three, the Lake, the Clippers uh, won 106-92 over the Phoenix Suns. Bring the series back to 2-1. Uh, Chris Paul returned again no Kawhi Leonard. He's been out this whole series. Uh, he, and he missed game four as well. Phoenix won 84-80. Very low scoring game. Man, I watched the second half. And, I mean, Phoenix was up by two. And, like, neither side could score for, like, forever. And there was, like, no timeouts. And it was just back and forth. Nobody could score the basketball. Yeah, yeah. It was just the strangest thing to watch. Yep. Um, man. Yeah, I got up at one point. I had to get up and go do something. I can't remember what. And I came back and only like two points have been scored since I had since I had left. Right. Yeah. It was like, I'm like when are they going to This is insane. I was like, I'm expecting the, the Clippers to come back and, you know, take the lead and maybe win, but they couldn't do they it. Were screwed by, they were screwed by a call, though, weren't they? I think. But no, two. Batum the knocked the ball off of pain and they didn't even review it. Yeah, but there were so many fouls in the second half, like the end of the third and the fourth quarter. Like it was like all foul calls for the Clippers. The Suns had like one or two foul calls and it was like 15 or something or 16. For I know, but he tapped, Batum tapped the ball off of Payne's hands. I don't know. And they did mean, it with like less than a minute to go and they didn't even review it. Why, why not review see. it? Because they didn't see. I don't know. You always review those Question. things. It was really weird yeah. that they just chose not to review it. Yeah, and they were Booker so out on a charge. Yeah. Booker came underneath him. Yeah, Booker went to the basket, and uh, they called it. I think initially it was a defensive foul, and they changed it to offensive foul. Booker, he yeah. fouled out. Yeah, um, but he did. Suns didn't need him. They they stayed in the game and ended up winning without him. Because Chris Paul. Kept uh, hitting free throws, and uh, the Clippers were forced actually to miss a free throw and try to get the rebound. Oh my were, gosh! And the time they kept missing. It's the stupid, and Demarcus Cousins. Cousins yeah, didn't seem Cousins. to understand the rule because he just <laughs> threw it off the backboard. 
It's like, what yeah, are you time it doing? The, one time it didn't hit the backboard at all, and they had to stop play because like there was they didn't hit the backboard of the rim. It was yeah, to the left. Crazy game. Phoenix went yep. three one, and then of course today the Clippers beat the Phoenix Suns one sixteen one oh two. Um, to uh, get back within three two. Paul George scored 31 of his 41 points in the second half. Reggie Jackson scored 23 points as the Clippers averted elimination again. No point winner. Reggie Jackson's been amazing for them. It's like probably mm-hmm. the only reason they're still in the playoffs right now. Uh, the Suns rallied back within four, but George got poked in the eye by Jay Crowder. It was called a flagrant and gave the Clippers two in the ball, allowing them to create enough space to stop the Suns from booting them out of the playoffs. NBA commentator Jeff Van Gundy says it wasn't a flagrant. He's tired. Of the sissification of the game. He's tired of sissification. I heard that. Yes, he's tired of all these sissies in the NBA, Eric. My husband was like, <laughs> is that a word? The sissification? I believe it's a word, yeah. He's tired of all these sissies. They can wait for their injuries are worse than they are. When they get hit. I'm looking up that word right now. Sissification. <laughs> no, I heard him as soon as they... They call it, they're reviewing it, and then uh, Mark Jackson goes, oh, it's a phone. And then uh, Jeff Gunn's like, no, it's not. The art of sissification is sissy. It's regular foul. Give him the free throw. Let's go. It looks like it is ex-NBA coach Van Gundy. I'm sick of the sissification of the game. There's an article called The Art of Sissification. And Wikipedia has an entry for sissification. Forced feminization as a sexual practice is what Wikipedia calls it. Oh, wow. Sissification hashtag on Instagram. Anyway. I mean, yeah, he did get poked in the eye. It was pop. It was a, it was a flagrant. I mean, you know, I thought that was a flagrant. He it wasn't. He yeah, just got poked. He got hit on purpose. Yeah, he hit his face on purpose. I, yeah. yeah, but I mean, he, he barely got him. But I mean, he I mean, he cut his eye away. I mean, it's a, it's a flagrant foul. But yeah. I do understand what Jeff and Gundy's saying because there are a lot of times where players like pretend they get hit and they're not really getting hit, and then they act. They're on the floor for like ten minutes, you know, covering their face and stuff, and they're not really hurt. And right. uh, you know, it's it's kind of insulting the game. And I yeah. Yeah. Uh, Devin Booker, 31 points, so he was pretty quiet late in the fourth. 22 for Chris Paul. Other than that, though, not a lot of help from Phoenix. I mean, Aiden did have a double-double at 11 and 10, but didn't need more help um, from their bench and the rest of the starters. Uh, Atlanta and Milwaukee series. Uh, game one, Atlanta won game one, 116-113. The Hawks took the first blood in the Eastern Conference we got, Finals. We got some Bovada on this. Oh, yes, Bovada. We've got some Bovada. Bovada Sportsbook. Um, the game Same. lines. What do we got here? We got tomorrow's game, which is game four. They've Locked got – who do you think they've got when they, winning the, the games in Atlanta? It's game four. One Atlanta. of those teams is favored by seven. Who do you think is favored by seven? Well, you know, it's probably going to be Milwaukee because Trey Young is injured. It's Milwaukee. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, what about the, uh, what about the next, what about game six of the Suns Clippers? 
They're going to be in LA, so they probably. That we there. don't have yet. You don't have that yet, okay. No, that we don't have yet. Um, but we got some other stuff we can come back to as well. As you were saying. Uh, the Hawks took first blood in the Eastern Conference Finals by beating the Bucks in Milwaukee behind 48 points from Trey Young. A put back layup by Capello at 29.8 seconds sold the deal. Young became is becoming a villain. Not only does the Knicks and the Sixers don't like him, fans don't like him. Now the Milwaukee fans do not like him either. <laughs> uh, he shimmied on a three-point shot. Did you see that? Who shimmied? Trey Young. Oh, I, no, I didn't see that, but I can imagine him doing that. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, he, I think Giannis was on him and, you know, he did some dribbling. He got, he faked Giannis and then he stepped to the side and he did a little shimmy. And then he shot the three and it went in. <laughs> uh, Stephen Curry usually does that, but he, wait, he usually does the shimmy after the shot goes in. So, Trey Young, very bold. Um, and the Hawks, six or six after game one, were six two in the playoffs on the road, Eric. Amazing. Uh, good news from Milwaukee, though. Bobby Porter's played after missing the last three games. Uh, Milwaukee won game two. They did not want to go down 0 2, lose both, their, both games at home, start the series. They won 125 91, tie the series 1 1. Milwaukee held Trey Young to just 15 points, his worst outing of the playoffs. Cam Reddish played for the first time in the playoffs, finishing 11 points in 17 minutes. The Bucs shot 50% from the field for the first time this postseason, Eric. And they shot, they shot that up that high during the regular season. They were, one, they were the best offensive team in the NBA. Finally, they're getting back to that groove. Mm -hmm. you know, they've been struggling without uh, DiVincenzo. He's been out. He's been injured. But uh, Patty Connaughton, man. Connaughton. Mm. Mm-hmm. Playing well for them. Good to see you next plays are playing well. Uh, and then game three was on Sunday. Milwaukee beat Atlanta again, 113-102. Milton yeah. scored a career high 38 points, 20 of those in the fourth quarter. Yeah, he was incredible. Play. That was a yep, game three. until Middleton started just making shot after shot after shot. After shot. He couldn't miss, man. No, and he couldn't. And then Young suffered a bone bruise in his ankle after errantly stepping on ref's foot. He'll probably be okay, though, right? He's questionable for game four. I'm sure he'll play. Well, let's go back to Bovada here for a second. Going I mean, back giving, to Bovada. Even the buck a seven-point edge, right? So, If you bet $100 right now that Atlanta Hawks win the championship, how much do you think you win? A lot of money. 3500 We should make that bet. 100 for 3,500? Yeah. What about the Suns? Did it say for the Suns? 150. And you win 3,500? No, you win 150 oh, if you bet 100. If, oh, no, if you pick the Clippers and the Clippers oh, so win, win. Yeah. if you pick the Clippers and the Clippers win, you get 750. And if you bet $100 on the Bucks, you win nothing. You have to bet 115 on the Bucks to win 100 If I understand so gambling correctly. The the Suns. They think it's going to be the Bucks of Suns. But we should put a hundred. Dude, you and I each put 50 on the Hawks. Split it 1750 yeah. each ways. Hawks have a good chance, I think. Oh, well, I don't know. I mean, if Trey Young is in, I mean, it depends on how bad his foot really is. I mean, he has a deep bone bruise. 
his ankle. I don't know. I mean, if he can play through that, I mean, because if he plays like last game and we have 15 points, it's going to be tough. Right. They, play, they play tomorrow, uh, game four, we'll, and uh, so we'll see what happens. Well, that's it for our games and highlights on the Streak Finder. Streak Finder. Streak Finder. Streak Finder. Streak, Streak Finder. No, I can't do that. Oh my goodness. What's that? I think it's your streak finder this week, Eric. It is my streak finder. So let's go to streak finder here and find a streak. Gosh, what haven't we done? What streak finders have we not done yet? We've done them all, Eric. <laughs> We've done every I'm gonna like anything left. Is there anything I'm, left? Is there anything know. left? I've got to find it. Okay. I'm going to say either regular season or playoffs. I'm not going to make it points. I'm going to do like, how about this? 100% free throw percentage. 100%. All right. That's it. 100% free throw percentage. How many games in a row? I mean, there are some players that made a certain amount in a row. Uh, like who's it? Calvin Murphy. I, I don't know. I'm talking off the top of my head. Mark Price, what, Jose heard? Calderon have long oh, yeah, have Mark long Price. streaks, yeah. but those might be players that shoot a lot of free throws. So it's not necessarily a bunch of games. You know what I mean? Like the person right. with long streak might have a streak of just hitting one or two. Like four, three, four games. Yeah, I don't know. They could, I mean, there could be a long streak in there though. We have. To, I guess we have to add another streak, which is that they shoot at least one free throw. Right, don't we? Because oh, it can't. It, well, zero percent if they don't make any. Right. Here, I'm just gonna right. add. I'm gonna add just to make sure that. It's strange, you have I'll, to add a qualifier. Uh, I'm adding a qualifier to make sure. Okay, and while we're waiting for this uh, streak finder to come up, I think we should look back at Bovada um, for their finals MVP race. They have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13 players that could potentially win finals MVP. I mean, Giannis has got to be the top, right? Giannis is even. Giannis, you bet 100, you win 100. Right. Okay. Tell me the other 12 players that are that are listed in the Bovada odds for finals MVP. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. What? Kawhi Paul Leonard, George. Paul George. Um, Wait, no Kawhi Leonard. Leonard. No Kawhi no, Leonard. No Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Trey so you got Giannis and Paul George. Who else? Trey Young. Yes. So um, Paul George plus 850. Trey Young plus 4,000. Right. Uh, Booker probably, Chris Paul. Booker uh, plus 285. Chris Paul plus 500. So Booker's second. Uh, Milton, maybe? Yeah, John plus Paul? 700. Plus 700. How many are left? Did you say John Collins? John Collins. I, I'm just trying 30, to, I don't know. Plus 30,000. Plus 30,000. Oh, man. Also, Drew Holiday, plus 1,800. Oh, yeah. DeAndre Ayton, plus 2,000. Right. Reggie Jackson, plus 15,000. Bogdan Bogdanovich, plus 25,000. Rajon Rondo, plus... What? Plus thirty thousand. How did he even make that list? No, what? 
<laughs> well, he plays big in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's a and he's Terrence a Terrence, Terrence Mann, Mann plus thirty thousand. Had that big game, man. Again, dude, I think we put a hundred on Trey Young. So right. if we put a hundred on Trey Young, and a hundred on the Hawks winning it all, we make like seventy five hundred. Yeah, or we lose two hundred. Yeah, <laughs> or we lose two hundred. Yeah, I mean that's a good. I mean, man, if they win, then we're then we have to be really big Hawks fans. Then they have exact outcome. You might ask oh. what I mean by that. If you exact. can pick the exact outcome, such as the best exact out uh, uh, the highest uh, uh, for exact outcome is Bucks to beat the Suns. That's plus one twenty. Or if you pick the Suns to beat the Bucks, that's plus 160. Or if you pick the Bucks to beat the Clippers, that's plus 600. Or the Clippers to beat the Bucks, plus 1,000. Or the Suns to beat the Hawks, plus 1,500. The Clippers to beat the Hawks, 5,000. The Hawks to beat the Suns, 5,000. And the Hawks to beat the Clippers, 15,000. So there's another. So we put $300 down. <laughs> if the Hawks beat the Clippers in the finals and Trey Young's finals MVP, then we make $22,500. The hat trick. Oh my goodness. Dude, we got to do this. We could <laughs> retire. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, that's our goodness, street fighter. Yeah. That, oh, no, we didn't even do our oh, street fighter. We didn't even I didn't even give you the results yet. I didn't yeah, give you the results. Free throw shooting. Where were we at? Man? <laughs> <laughs> we got to come back to it. Hold on. All right. Um, uh, the number one guy. Um, Trying to give you a clue. He played for the Nuggets. He did it 15 games in a row. Okay. 15 games in a row. The Nuggets. Uh, Mahmoud Abdul Raouf. Oh, okay. I remember him. Uh, then uh, two players have done it 14 times in a row Jack Sigma and Danilo Gallinari. Danilo Gallinari done it. Wow. I didn't know he was that good of a free throw shooter. And then a Blazer did it. But yeah, and he oh, did it while playing for the Blazers. He had while well, I'm looking turn? at his no, he no. did it 14 games in a row, 13 games in a row. Sorry, Calvin Murphy did it 13 games in a row. Jeff Hornacek did it 13 years in uh, games in a row, and Damon Stoudemire. Damon Stoudemire. Did it. Yeah, when we were really bad from February 13th to January 8th, from January 18th to February 13th, 2005. We had his free throws. Jeez. We, um, in that period of time, we went, we won five games and lost eight. Wow. Um, yeah. But he shot four of four, three of three, seven of seven, four of four, eight of eight, four of four, three of three, four of four, two of two, four of four, two of two, two of two, two of two. So and I think some of these streaks, I think some of these streaks 
might have been longer if I didn't say, I don't know. I said they had to shoot at least one free throw. If you don't say, you can't be 100% yep, without shooting a free throw, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. But like a player like Calvin Murphy, I think he shot 100% for longer than 13 games because he has the record, and I doubt it was over just 13 games. He must have had games littered in there where he didn't shoot a free throw, so it didn't count towards the streak. Um, like your streak, I think because of the way I did it, the streak is broken if you don't shoot a free throw. Oh, okay. So he he shot a hundred percent for the free throw line for more than thirteen games. Yeah, but we couldn't do it without the qualifier, right? Without I mean, the qualifier, then then it would just say that he shot at zero percent, and right. the streak would still end. Right. So. Bummer. Yeah. It's um, who did we say was the winner? Uh, no, Del- 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 was Mamuda Jurov. Yes. Mahmoud, yeah. Yes. Chris Jackson was his original name. Oh, okay. Yeah. And we got Blazers on the list. Uh, James Cottemeyer. So there you go. Another, another win for the, the Street Finder. Another Blazers. Let's see tomorrow. if there are any other Blazers. Uh, looking down, Curry's done it a bunch of times. Uh, Devin Booker did it ten times in a row. Uh, Mario Ellie, and I think he did it when he played for us. Shouldn't Dame be on there? He was like one hundred percent for a long time, wasn't he? We didn't miss for. Is this when Mario Ellie played for us? No, it's when he played for the Warriors. Um. Uh, Damian Lillard's not there. Didn't he have a streak uh, again? Like if he goes a game where he doesn't shoot. If he goes a game without shooting a free throw at all, then he doesn't make the list. Right. You know, I mean, that his streak is broken. Yeah, but I swear he had a streak where, like, he made he miss a free throw for a long time. And yeah, but in that streak, within that streak, he might have had one game in which right, he didn't right, shoot free right. throws, right. and that breaks the streak in half. Right. Yeah, he's not here. Um Damon Stoudemire is there again, actually. Yeah. Yeah. CJ McCollum. Oh. CJ McCollum did it 10 games in a row in 2017. Uh, yeah, it was weird. CJ McCollum led the league in free throw percentage one year. It was probably that year. And then he okay. hasn't been as good ever since. It's very strange. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Larry Bird, Ray Allen. Yeah, no other blazer besides CJ and Damon Stoudemire. Jeff Hornacek, Danny Granger, remember him? Daryl Armstrong, Ricky Pierce, Steve Nash, Reggie Miller, Flynn Robinson. I don't know Flynn Robinson. All right, what do we got next? We've got questions and comments, like a whole podcast of them. Yeah, we have, yes, we have quite a few of them. Thank you for submitting them. Um, first one is from James. He asks, what do you guys think of the hiring of Chauncey Billups? Yes. Good question. You want to, well, what's the question? What do we think what do you, of it? What do you think of the hiring of Chauncey Billups? I mean, you can see why, like we said, finals MVP, a point guard, a point guard who played defense, point guard who played defense on one of the best defensive teams of all time, a team, uh, a point guard who beat a super team. Um, a point guard who has done commentary on TV and shown that he has a 
great understanding of the game. A guy who talked about on ESPN about how he runs plays in the middle of the game to see how the team, see how the defenses respond so that he can use them at the end of games. Um, a player who has now been an assistant coach on a team that's gone to the Western Conference Finals farther than that team's ever gone. Um, yeah, it's it, it on paper for basketball reasons, it makes sense. Yeah, from a basketball standpoint, it makes a lot of sense. It's a good hire. Um, you know, from a personal, from a you know, the other standpoint, um, you know, with this pass, you know, that's that's kind of tough to get into. I'm not really gonna get into my big sides, but Other than that, I mean, if you're just looking at it from a basketball standpoint, it's a good hire. Yep. Um, Brian T. asks, uh, with talks about Chauncey Billups has improved members of the Clippers roster, what do you think he may be able to unlock in our players? I don't know. Hopefully good defense and confidence. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for because that's what he had, good defense and a lot of confidence. Yeah, I think we'll get better defense, especially perimeter defense. I think, uh, you know, we'll see an offense that actually flows a whole lot better. Uh, we'll see guys that'll keep moving on offense. I think we'll see guys that are held accountable. Um, mm -hmm. I think we're going to see. And Billups was called Mr. Big Shot, just like Dame. Yes. Yeah. And and when, when Billups came, when Dame came into the league, they envisioned him as being like Billups. I think he turned out to be a lot better, but Billups has a title and Dame doesn't. So bring them together and see what can happen. See what can happen, yeah. Uh, next question is from Hoop Guru. He says, what do you think Chauncey Billups' position will be regarding playing youngsters? Um, I don't know. What would be his position playing youngsters? I think he's well I think on the Clippers. He's seen what playing Terrence Mann looks like. Right. Yeah, he's not afraid to play youngsters. I think we're going to see literally a lot more minutes next year. We're going to see Simons get minutes. Um, I mean, if they get a rookie, probably not a whole lot of minutes. I'm just I'm not going to see a big difference there, but you're going to see some more younger guys be in the rotation, um, you know, and him award them with more trust than uh, we would have seen from Terry Stotts. So thank you. All right. Uh, next one's from Josh. He says, what do you make of the rumors that Lillard wants out of Portland? Uh, that's just that, the rumors. Um, Damian Lillard is not going to be leaving Portland this offseason. Uh, you know, there's a lot of fans from other teams. Fighters in the NBA are just throwing things out there. I we saw this with Bradley Beal and with Giannis, where they just need so badly to like play out certain players as trade candidates so that they have stuff to write about. It's just clickbait. Yeah, it's just clickbait. But Giannis yeah. ended up re-signing with the Bucks. Right. And Beal is flat out said, I don't want to be traded. Right. Well, I mean, that might have changed, but um yeah, I mean, some of it's just from fans from other team that are, you know, that are, you know, there's fans from other team that are actually, you know, tweeting Dame and saying bad, bad things is how to get him to leave. And uh, you know, he want he still wants to win here. He wants to win championships here he wants a star player to come here i mean i heard i did hear that uh you know stars from other teams have been trying to recruit him this past week but as far as i've heard he's been telling them no you come here if you want to play with me you come here 
but he does want to win here. He does not want to leave Portland. Uh, you know, he loves the fans here, the ones that are so loyal to him. And uh, I know that he's loyal to Portland. And, uh, but yeah, so Dane, you know, those fans that are attacking you on Twitter and on social media, they're not, uh, they, they don't stand for all the Blazer fans. Most of us love you. We want you to stay here, uh, you know, so don't listen to it. Like you said, it's been, been players from other teams trying to make, trying to act like they're fans of Blazers right. to say, right? There was yes. like that one guy who was fighting with Dame whose last name was Ananobi. He was clearly a Raptors fan. The Raptors fan, yeah. Trying to, trying to get Dame to come to Toronto. Yeah, he's trying to get him to leave Portland and hope so they come to Toronto. So, and there's a lot like that. So, yeah, he's not going anywhere. It's just rumors, just people throwing BS out there. Don't listen to it. Dame will be on the Blazers next season and into the near future. And we'll see what we can do turning this team around. We'll, we'll be there. Um, thank you, Josh. Uh, and then uh, who will get hired as coaches in Washington, Orlando, and New Orleans? Cat. Yeah. Well, Cat. Uh, earlier we uh, went over the coaches that were candidates there and who was in the front running. So from Pelicans, I believe Jackie Bond will get that spot. Um, Orlando, I think it'll be Penny Hardaway. And uh, for Washington, I think it'll be uh, Jamal Mosley, who's the assistant with uh, the Mavericks. Um, do you have any views on that, Eric? No, I don't know enough about that okay. to predict. Uh, all right. Thanks, Kat. Next one's from Chad K. says, I knew from the start that the coaching decision should be Dame's. Everything should be focused on getting us that second star. Dame cannot do it all. I mean, yeah, he was part of the decision. I don't think it was all his decision. I mean, of course, you know, in the day, it's Noel Shea's decision. It's Jody Allen's decision. Um, but Dan was part of that, and he should have been part of that. He's a star player of the team. And, yeah, so we do need to focus on getting us another star player, whether that means trading a CJ McCollum or whatnot. Uh, we got to get, get rolling because, one, we got to make Dan happy, too. we got to win, win ourselves a championship. All right. Next question is from... Gary White. Gary says, everyone is now talking about Dane leaving. The subject of CJ for Simmons has dropped off the table. Is that now a dead issue? I mean, I'm not sure that was ever a real issue. I think after the Sixers lost, there's a lot of fans on social media uh, and, you know, analysts throwing out the idea that he was going to be traded and then, you know, Blazers fans taking that and saying, oh, we could trade him for Simmons, CJ for Simmons maybe, and Sixers saying we could trade him for CJ. And uh, so I don't think, I don't know if there's really any ever any truth to that. Uh, it seems at this point that actually the Sixers want to keep Ben Simmons, that he's going to work on his shot and his offensive game uh, this summer and trying to get better on that end. And uh, they're going to hold on to him, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I don't know if I want him, though. I mean, well, he's a great defender. Not a great offensive player, but I think we'd play him probably at power forward. And then we'd have, uh, of course, we resign, hopefully resign um, Powell to play our shooting, shooting guard next to Dames. I mean, it could work. I, I mean, are the Sixers interested? Are the Blazers interested? We don't know. As far as we know, it's just rumors and, and fans. Uh, I would take Simmons. 
fantasy trade ideas. I would take Simmons on our team. Yep. Absolutely. 100%. A heartbeat. Yeah. You think the Sixers do that? Simmons is one of the big reasons the Sixers have been good. They haven't won a championship, but the winning the games in the regular season and winning in the earlier rounds of the playoffs, he's a big part of it. Well, there's a lot of they sucked uh, before he got there. There's a lot of talk about how he doesn't really fit well with Joel Embiid, though. Right. Yeah. When uh, end of his rookie year looked like maybe um, Donovan Mitchell was maybe going to get rookie of the year. If I'm, I hope I'm not getting this uh, wrong, I think they were up for rookie of the year the same year because Simmons uh, missed his what should have been his rookie year, and it looked like maybe Donovan Mitchell was going to get it, but then. They Sixers started going on a win streak, and then in the middle of that win streak, Embiid got hurt, hurt his face, like Markel right. Fultz hit him in the face, and they kept going. And they had like a 16-game win streak and went into the playoffs still winning without Embiid. It's just never maybe been they, the right combination. So maybe they should trade Embiid. <laughs> one or the other, honestly. Yeah, one or the other. Yeah. So we'll see yep. what happens with that. Thanks, Gary. Next one is uh, from Cal. You could probably get you could probably get more for uh, Embiid, so why not trade Embiid and put oh, like yeah, put prime talent around Simmons? Go the other direction instead of trade Simmons. Make Simmons the star. Right. Uh, next question is from Cal L. Uh, not not Superman. Not Cal L. Superman. Cal C A L L. So the last name starts with. So just uh-huh. clarifying that. It's not Superman. Uh, Cal L. Ask: Will Nurkic be traded? Um, I mean, he's but talked about being traded. We don't know. I mean, it's possible. He's talked about leaving Portland. He's basically today he said in an interview that um, if Dame is gone, he's gone. I mean, it sounds like he, you know, he wants to stay. He was upset because apparently Neil O'Shea said he wasn't going to trade anybody. He was going to make the coaching change, keep the players as they were for another year, and, and Nurkic was upset by that. Um, both Tim and Dame, both Tim and Dame, believe that their current composition of the Blazers um, can help them be. A, it's not a contending roster, so they're upset by that. I, I mean, it's possible Nurkic gets traded. I don't think he's asking for a trade, but uh, you know, the Blazers are trying to make a move. They have and they're trying to get a star. You know, and they got to trade C, packet CJ and Nurk or something. I can see it happening, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. Uh, next one is from George. Yes. If Dane's ultimatum is real, is it even possible for O'Shea to get another star with what little assets the Blazers have, not to mention being a luxury at the luxury level pretty much already? Uh, I mean, well, they have. I mean, Simmons C- is a star. Simmons, Simmons is, is a star. And, you know, CJ's an asset. Nurkic is an asset. We have picks. We have other, you know, we have role players mm-hmm. we can package in there. I mean, we have enough yep. where we could get a star level player if we really wanted to mm-hmm. i mean we'd have to you know there'd be a big hole in the roster we would have to fill that in if we do that because we'd be moving some players but um, it could definitely be done mm-hmm. uh, thanks george uh next one's from sam it says do you guys think the protest in portland and the rise in homelessness will be a detriment to getting another star to come here could be it could be it's possible i mean who knows? I mean, it's not. Yeah. I mean, it's not making Dame leave. So I don't know. It's a good question. Maybe. Uh, next question is from Farrell. Yes, who will make the finals and who will be the next champion? Um, this would be a good time to go to Bovada. 
We're back with Lavar. Let's see what they think. Uh, all right. So we've got four possible uh, matchups, right? Right. Four possible. We either matchups. got we've either got the Clippers and the Bucks, or the Clippers and the Hawks, or we have the Hawks and the Bucks, or the Suns and the Bucks, or the Suns and the Bucks. Wait. Wait. How? Okay. There's the there's four teams. There's four teams right right now, right? We have yeah, the, Bucks the Bucks and the Clippers, the Bucks and the Suns, the Hawks Bucks and the, the Clippers, Clippers the, Bucks, the Hawks and the Suns. Hawks and the Suns. No. You just named the same twice, right? No. It's either so the Bucks. Oh, I the see what Bucks you're saying. The Bucks and the Clippers, the Bucks and the Suns, or the Hawks and the Clippers, or the Hawks and the Suns, right? Yes. Yes. Yes, you're right. You're right. That's Those the, are the four possible. The four. So which do you think is – is the most likely? Uh, I think Milwaukee and Phoenix are the most likely. And that's a minus three fifty. That's who they have as first. So you bet I mean, hundred. You bet three fifty. You win a hundred. Yeah. Who do you think's next? Probably the Bucks and the Clippers. Yep, that's plus three fifty. You bet a hundred, you get three fifty. Who do you think's next? Uh, the, the Hawks and the Suns. Hawks and the Suns, you put a bet 100, you get 1,100. And then the last and one the is the Clippers and the Hawks plus 4,000. So there's another $100 we're going to bet to win 4,000 <laughs> more. Racking up the dough. We're just racking up dough on Bovada. Just racking Ching. it up. <laughs> you guys can go to Bovada too, and you can make some bets, and you can win some money too. Yeah. Um. Last question is from Carson. That's, by the way, that is yeah. bovada.lv, as in Las Vegas. Though I don't Bovada. know if it stands for Las Vegas, but it's B O V A D A dot L V. And you can go there and you can make your bets, win some money. All right. Uh, last question is from Carson. He says, Will the Blazers make a trade in the draft or buy into the draft? Probably, Boston. but. Yeah, we'll see. Possible. I mean, no, she loves to buy into the second round. I mean, we don't have any picks right now, but he does love to buy into the second round. We'll see. Uh, I mean, we could use the draft in order to make a big trade, you know, to trade CJ or, or Nerf or whatever to get, you know, a star player and that uh -huh. way and get into the draft. I mean, we'll wait and see. I think Thursday is going to be a big day for, for moves. Um, just keep I think Wait, Thursday? What's on Thursday? The draft. The NBA draft. What are you talking about? Talking about the NBA draft, dude. Is this Thursday? Is this Thursday, man? No, dude, the playoffs aren't over yet. Oh, wait, no. July 3rd. Sorry, it's in the month. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was right. like, what's going on? It's past midnight. No, we still have to finish the finals. Sorry. It's going to oh, be yeah. in a month. It's like in it's a, month. a month. Excuse me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's past midnight. I'm falling asleep. Sorry about that. No, oh, this yeah, is normally when the draft is. Because right, the, yeah. the finals I'm usually end. Yeah, right, the finals usually end in June. Over, yeah. And, and they, just had, they just had the lottery. So seeing seeing draft lottery in June makes you think it's the draft. Right. I understand. Month, it's going to happen, and we'll see what happens with that. And uh, so, yeah, that's all of our questions. Thank you for submitting your questions and comments. If you'd like to submit comments or questions for next week, you can do so by dropping a a tweet at with the NBA, or you can go to Facebook, the Around the NBA with Chris Eric Facebook page, or the Blazers Forum Facebook page, 
Or, of course, you can go to RepCity2.com on Sundays. Usually there's a thread there for your comments and questions for our podcast. Thank you for listening. That's greatly appreciated. And as always, go Blazers. Go Blazers. <laughs>